You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio a 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. You're now listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! I'm the yeah. Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And I'm Cole Baldridge. And uh, you're back. It's Monday. Oh, it's yeah. We left you with the weekend. Now we're bringing you back in. We left you with the weekend. We left you with the weekend. You now stay here with the weekend. We're bringing you back in. <laughs> You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. It's been a uh, fabulous weekend Ooh. since we last spoke. Luxurious. Conroe. Luxurious. Last, uh, last weekend, or not last. Say it like that. Say it like that. What's it? Luxurious. 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 Victorious. Notorious. Notorious. So, so you contending I'm, to be a sexiest man alive on 2018 with that luxurious pose? Luxurious. Yeah, that's my. Uh, he is the sexiest man. Yeah. Man. I mean, I won 2017, so 2018 is just a matter you of. You might have just named the segment. Yeah. Take that, Blake Shelton. Yeah, that was actually, I gave that to him. Yeah. Um, he needed one. It yeah. was a little, it was. He hasn't had a bad year. Do you remember? So Trump almost got named Times Man of the Year. <laughs> and he says that Time Magazine called him and asked him and he declined it. He gripes about that every year, though. Right. Well, that. Except for 2016 when he actually so, was Man of the Year. So that actually was the same thing for Blake Shelton. Uh, they called me and they said, they said, Corey, we want to name you Sexiest Man of the Year. Now it's People Magazine, it's not Time. I said, listen, People Magazine, you're a gossip rag. I'm a real journalist. Can I have Gwen Stefani instead? Right. I said, I said, who's your number two? They said, we honestly didn't even open envelopes. So, like, who do you think? You know who was uh, O Magazine's person of the year? <laughs> Oprah? Was it Oprah? Oprah. Man, I want to have my own magazine to name myself. She's been on the front cover like 10 years in a row. Undefeated. 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 Speaking of being undefeated. Yeah? Uh, last Thursday, we participated in a uh, pilot for a brand new game show. Yeah, we are just piloting fools. I know. We should have uh-huh. airline miles. So I ah, see what I did there. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Hey, just give me two. Too sweet. sweet. Boom. I've been mad at you for the last thirty minutes. That was good. I survived. Um, so, you know, we do this thing called uh, the show called Kingdom of Geekdom. Right, right. Um, it, you can see it. Every we don't week. plug that enough, by the way. We don't. So we should. Here we go. Right. So what we do is we, you know, because we we've taken a lapse from it the past couple of weeks, the holidays. The holidays. So we do the show. It's called Kingdom of Geekdom, which apparently we created. Although I think that's fake news. You keep saying that. Like, I think we did create it. Um, So we've talked about the stuff we do on Woodlands Online. It's called a Nerd Thug Roleplay. We play games on camera. That's all we do. It's fun. And so they've rolled it into a new TV show called Kingdom of Geekdom. You can see it in KVQT21. That's digital television. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It plays every week. Check your local listings. And it's also at woodlandsonline.com in the video section. You can find it there as well. Right. So one of the things we do, we partner up uh, with Space Cadets Collection Collection, not yes. to be confused with the gaming gaming side. Our sponsor. Our sponsor. But uh, Miss Jen, the owner there, she does her own stuff there. And she, it was funny. We were in the store a couple weekends ago. Right. And uh, two Saturdays ago, to be exact. Yeah, because this happened two. very quickly. Two. And she approaches me and she says, hey. Um, Yo, stop stealing stuff. Yeah, that, that too. Oh. She says, hey, uh, I'm going to do a game show. If I do, would, would you guys be contestants? And I said, absolutely yes. And she says, oh, well, can I pitch you the idea? So you know what you're volunteering for? And so then you came over and we asked. So basically, you know, part of this kingdom geekdom, we're trying to grow. We're getting more content. She wanted to try out an idea she had for a game show. And so, which we're all about, obviously. First choice, Nerd Thug Radio. We're right. there. You're welcome. And so we, sh- we, we show up the last Thursday night. Mm hmm. Participate in said game show. Mm-hmm. 
And wouldn't you know who made it to the finals of the game show? That's right. That's right. Corey DLG. And the Joey Savage. So, real quick, give them the... Because I kind of like the premise. It's a good idea. This one was a little tough because... Yeah, this was... I wasn't as well-versed, but uh, fake it till you make it, right? Right. So, So the premise is she takes two things that go together, and then she scrambles them. So, this one... calf scramble. That's right. So, this one was uh, spaceships and their pilots. But it wasn't necessarily the the exact spaceship with the exact pilot. It was basically... She took 12 popular spaceships, 12 popular space captains, right? No, I, I think these are, I think no. she took, which which no. one didn't come with this pilot? Well, the TARDIS wasn't there. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Remember, that was on the back of that yeah, guy's Yeah, that park. wasn't supposed to be there, though. Oh, I didn't know. That she, was an accident. Oh, okay. Star Fox is on there. His thing wasn't there. The guy thought, you had in the very end, his ship wasn't on there. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. The flying bus. Oh, okay. The flying bus. I, I was thinking before him. Yeah. Yeah. So she just uh, she, took, she took random random. So yeah. basically, the concept is it's like a superhero smackdown. Yeah, kind of. So you pair a pilot and a spaceship, and then you've got to give a reason why your combo is the best combo. And you're you're basically debating your opponent with another opponent. And they have also a random combination of pilot and ship. And so what started out, I think, is most people wanting to like just pump their stuff up. Right. Me and Corey D did DLG did a little sly move. We and, do the attack uh, ad stuff. We just attacked what they had as well. Right. So, so we gave great points for ourselves, and then we revealed why the other side was stupid. Right. So um, to start out the game show, uh, what was your first combo? Do you remember? Yeah, so I got the spaceship from Flash Gordon, which I knew nothing about. I could have told you something I about knew it. nothing about it. And, but It but, is the only fleet from Ming the Merciless. Okay, thanks. It has, literally, he's got a navy. That's yeah. the only ship in his flight navy, is, is that one. Well, that's not it, a navy, then. That's, tra- a that's what he calls it. He transports him around. Okay. It's got right. crazy, crazy uh, shields. So... you didn't need that info. Right, I didn't. Uh, and the pilot was Star-Lord. Good one. Right, Peter, great Peter, one. Peter Quill. Peter Quill. And I went up against a guy who had drawn the... Uh, nope. Nope. He had drawn um, Boba Fett. He had Boba Fett and the Enterprise. A. Right. So... That's a good combo right there. Yeah. Well, is it? Why is that? I beat it because Boba Fett's horrible. Why is Boba Fett horrible? What is he? What one good thing has he done so far? He captures on Solo. For how long? He has the dopest. He has the dopest armor in the galaxy. He oh, does yeah. have the coolest armor, but he doesn't actually accomplish anything <laughs> no, on film. He doesn't in any of the Star Wars. No, he doesn't. Like he literally just he cornered Han Solo in a room with no exits, and he had backup. Yeah, and he was like, "Come with me if you want to." Get frozen. He literally, he literally became a pop culture icon because of his armor, his right. look. Well, yeah, it was a cool look, but, though. But the guy had a good, he had a good little squad, right? He had, he had Boba Fett in the Enterprise, and I just crushed him. And I point out how Star Lord is so fearless. He made out with Gamora, the most dangerous woman yeah. in the galaxy. So the whole premise is use like a two minute argument, and your guy's argument went like five minutes, right? And right. So then the crowd votes. We had a live studio audience, and I won decisively. You did. The guy only got a couple votes. I won four to two. And so then uh, it was more than that. It was like 40 to 20. I think it was 40 to 20. It was 800 to 3. And so then um, so then I, I went. And so my guy had um, Corbin Dallas from the Fifth Element. Which, here's how I win that argument. Are you ready? Yeah. Bruce Willis has never lost a fight in recorded history. And uh, Never lost. So then, I, therefore, I have to win this debate because Corbin Dallas never loses. Did he not? Nope. Bruce Willis has never lost a fight on screen. Really? Never lost what the about screen. in Pulp Fiction, where he gets hit with the car, beat the crap out of him, and they tie him up, and then he like, do you know why he, he loses, loses that fight? Do you know why he, he was, goes away out? He doesn't know. lose his fight. The reason why he got hit with the car, 
got the crap beat out of him is because he, he won the fight he won the, the night fight. before. That's right. He wasn't supposed to. But um, so right. then um, so it was Corbin Dallas with um, I don't even remember what his ship was. Oh no, it was the uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was his. And then he pushes the improbability button. Yeah, and improbably becomes the Planet Express ship from Futurama. Futurama. And so my my tandem was Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica and the Millennium Falcon. Right. Which Starbuck is basically the female version of Han Solo. That was a good. That was a good. You 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 helped yourself with that. And then um, uh, I just I, trashed Corbin Dallas. Right. Which I, is a mistake. I ended up, which was great. Like you're a glorified taxi driver. That's all you are. Uh, but except he's except he's former special forces. When they said how many battles has he been in? Former. When they said how many battles has he been in? I was like Corbin Dallas has been in a tons of battles. I could have I could have won with Corbin Dallas because. He basically beats the bad guy in Fifth Element and is never in a scene with him. Right. He beats him with making out. Never in a scene. So anyways, He's such a good kisser. He won a war. So I clean sweep my guy. You did. Clean sweep. Unanimous. 982 votes to zero. So then me and Corey, we go, we got, we got time to wrap this up. So me and you were in the finals. We go one-on-one. Right. Uh, you had um, Captain Lone Star. Right. From Space Walls with uh, the Mars Attacks. Yeah. Uh, ships. Ship. And I had... Um, I don't even know who I had. Oh, I had Buck Rogers with the Milano. You shouldn't have won. You shouldn't have won. You made you were incorrect and made stuff up. I made nothing up. You called Buck Rogers <laughs> the greatest hero. You of called all time. him Captain America ripping. You said Captain America rips off Buck Rogers. And when I said that, they were like, "Oh, that makes sense." Right. It's not true. So it's then they, they so they vote and uh, it was a tie. It was a tie. So sudden death. It was eight hundred and seventy-two to eight hundred seventy-two. So we go to sudden death, and sudden death. She gives us some hard ones. She did. They were. They you, were brutal. You ended up with, um, who'd you end up with in the finals? Malcolm Reynolds. No, Mal Reynolds. Mal Reynolds. Malcolm, that's his name. Mal, uh, Mal Reynolds from um, Firefly. Firefly. With the, you remember what the ship was? Um, no. I don't remember either. And I ended up with, oh, it was that um, Living Max. Yeah, it was Max from Flight of the Navigator. And then I ended up with uh, the 10th Doctor. with The 10th Doctor with... Um, the uh, Borg, with the Borg um, ship here. Right. And so, um, yeah. So then we have to do, the, the whole thing is, hey, we're going to go one breath. Right. Offic- officially, we were like, let's do one sentence. <laughs> they weren't prepared for this. So we're going to do one sentence, right? Yeah. And they're like, no, you get one breath to do it. And so I take my one breath and make some outrageous statement. Right. And then you... I, take five breaths. I like filibuster. It's I go the complete opposite. And so then I just hijack that, and then we just turn it into a two-minute argument again. You, was, is there any chance you could filibuster it for right now? I, I want to just recreate. I want to see what this sounds like. I so he he made some sort of like ridiculous statement, and so in the spirit of Mal Reynolds, the brown coat of our hearts, I said, uh, I said, I said, well, that was shiny. I said, but here's the real deal. Mal Reynolds is the most is the most elusive and creative. And, like, I went on this thing about and as him. soon as he says Mal Reynolds is elusive, he takes a big breath. I was like, right. what? And then right. he just keeps going. Yeah. So the final was like, you took, like, five breaths. Yeah. Your character lasted one season. Yeah. I was like, I have the doctor, the 10th doctor, three seasons. And then we had an argument about how many seasons it was Because you were guessing. And I was right. You guessed correctly. And uh, we argued some more, and uh, I ended up winning. Yeah, that one. So you did. You are you are one and zero in a show that may never happen. Yeah, on a show that may never make it'll make it to TV at least once somehow. Uh, check your local listings for that one. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's jump out to a break here real quick. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna get into our weekly top three. Corey DLG will rap, and we will have some fun. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! 
Hey, this is Corey with Nerd Thug Radio. Just letting you know that Papa John's Pizza right here in Conroe in the Woodlands and Spring is now hiring. That's right. They want to hire over 100 people over the next couple of weeks. So go in there and get your application in. They'll give you a website you go to to finish the application process. They're hiring drivers and insiders. And most importantly, if you're a Nerd Thug Radio listener and a fan, go to the website and type in Nerd Thug Radio and you get yourself a buy one, get one free coupon activated right there when you type Nerd Thug Radio. That's good for delivery or carryout. This is the Latin Heartthrob, El Fino Divino Dino, and you are listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Huh. Apparently we're dancing right now. I feel it. You don't feel it? Let's dance to uh let's dance with Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Let's do it. That's right. So here we go. Uh over there in Conroe, Oak Ridge area. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming is the place to go to get your gaming needs satisfied. They do Dungeons and Dragons almost daily. They got Magic the Gathering Friday nights. They do the official Friday night magic. They have all kinds of games, Star Wars, Destiny, Hero Clicks, Munchkins, Flux. They got uh, just hundreds of types of board games. There's always some stuff for sale. They also have demo games. You wanna wanna hang out with your friends, do something kind of fun? Come into the family-friendly Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, play some games, hang out, have a good time. You'll see us there pretty regularly. We go there all the time. Uh, let BMAC know that Nerd Thug Radio sent you, and on your top ticket item, they will give you 10% off. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. So I'm pretty sure we put this video on YouTube, it's going to get flagged. If it gets content ID'd, I'm just going to be happy somebody saw it. We uh, we snagged it. We got content ID'd by the pineapple man. That's true, we did. Twice. When? The pineapple guy got us twice. The pin pineapple, pineapple pin guy. Although, but technically, when we talk over it... It's, Maybe we're good. Well, we talked over that too. Right. No. I mean, I'm I'm sure he's just a jerk. I'm sure that he's a deep just... Roy jerk. Yeah. So that brings us to the part of the show we like to do our weekly top three. What that means is <laughs> deep Roy. That's so true. Deep, deep, deep Roy. Boom, 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 from animated to real, this is really car- this is really good cartoons that don't have superhero feels. This is Corey DLG on the Nerd the Radio Grill. We're just cooking it up live because we keep it that filled. So here we go. It's the radio. Cole Baldwin goes first because he's the worst with number three, and then it goes Corey DLG and then Joey Savage. You see, so that's it for me. Here we go. Weekly top three. DJ Savage. Like in the middle, I saved it. That wasn't my best work. Yeah, it was pretty Last good. week was a lot better. Last week, but we nailed it. Last week was a lot better. So this week, weekly top three, uh, we do this on the fly. Right. And it is our favorite non-superhero themed cartoons. That's right. That's right. So, uh, Hipster Padawan, you're number three. So, this kind of put me on, a, uh, on the spot a little. Can I really pull him back? But I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull back and say... My number three is SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob More specifically, SquarePants. like all those earlier seasons, right before up until the first movie. Before they jumped the shark and got bad. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> as something Was to the watch. squirrel with the astronaut helmet always in that show? Yeah, that's his from girlfriend, like the very right? beginning. No, that's like his neighbor, and she's from Texas. Yeah, but I she, do like that. Like I do like that she's an astronaut. Homesick. Yeah, that's good. But uh, what? She's, that's not his girlfriend? No, well, like, I, unless they unless they did something dumb and like they started dating. I, I like plankton. There was just one day. I don't know. There was like one day, and I realized I was 15 years old watching SpongeBob SquarePants and quit watching. I had a so, friend. This is gonna go. Day. You know what, man? This is gonna go eight or nine years ago. Okay. And, and uh, a buddy of mine. Time and, travel. Yeah. So I'm 34. So let's say I'm 
25 at the time. He's okay. 22. Okay. He's dating this girl who was like 19. Okay. And he was like freaked out because they've been dating for about six months. And literally the whole family would sit down and watch SpongeBob together. Like her whole family. Her whole family. Yeah. Mom, dad, whatever, once or twice a week. That what? I don't I, know about I don't that. know. Like, I mean, as a family, we watch a particular show that might make it on this top list. But I think it's a little bit different than SpongeBob. Like, I, I mean, it'd be cool. To be like your whole family watches a show together, and it's got to be something the kids like. And it's SpongeBob though, but there weren't any kids; they were all teenagers and adults. Oh yeah, okay. So Rough. did they like? Did they grow up watching SpongeBob? I don't know. So that's, that's but, thinking too far. But back. does that like? Because so, like, he's like, I was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Well, I'm going to my girlfriend's house." Oh, what are you doing? He's like, first we have to watch SpongeBob." It's like a okay, that's what I was gonna ask. So that's like planned. Yeah. Like SpongeBob <laughs> comes on today at six. We're watching. So everyone be here by five forty-five. And then it's dinner afterwards. And then. And then yeah, okay, that's, weird, that's right? weird. Like, if everyone's like, like, if someone's like, hey, SpongeBob's on, what are you doing? Like, that's not the same thing. But if they planned it... So, I mean, there's a, there's a lot worse shows that you could do for family viewing. I mean, there's some good there's some good episodes in those. And Yeah, but I think it's weird, I think it's weird to, to plan the whole family to get together to watch SpongeBob of all watch things. Watch SpongeBob. Look, I just yeah. saw, like, a monster run by here. I don't know. Um, Weird. Okay. One sorry. thing, one issue I have is just so you my fresh chupacabra or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, like, I thought I saw it too. I know. What, really? I know what you're talking about? Yeah. I was the like, only like, one. It, no, like it went across the down. Yeah. yeah. It was like a, a flash. Of, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. Uh, it was something. Back to radio. Okay. So basically, though, uh, my freshman year, one of the kids on one of the other halls brought a SpongeBob alarm clock. Okay. And by the third day, his roommate was like, "I'm gonna kill <laughs> no. this clock," and so we hit it. But then That's I nice. kind of felt bad. Right, because it's his thing. Yeah, because that was his thing. He brought get it homesick sometimes. Right. And so this like is the weird thing. And it was a big elaborate, like it was like a set piece that like had a clock in the middle of it that like it was a it was a good size. Can Wait, I tell you real quick a funny it? story that, that happened to me when something I took it to college? Well uh, I I long story short, I gave the clock back to the kid. Cool. That that's pretty good. I said I said, hey, just don't set the alarm anymore. So you know when you go to college like your freshman year, a lot of times you'll take photos from yeah. back home, right? Yeah. This is before this is before like the art of computer pictures. Correct. Like, you're still Correct. on the Polaroids. So my my little cousin, who's also a friend of the show, uh, Ben. Yeah. He, yeah. So when I was 18, he was he was still like five. Okay. Um, five and six, and so I had like several pictures of like me and him, you know, just hanging out doing stuff or whatever. And so like I had these this like all these pictures on like my desk of this like. Four or five year old kid, <laughs> and uh, people would be like, "Hey, who is that?" And my yes. roommate, my yes. room, my roommate, uh, shout out home, homeboy Ben Houston. We have been friends forever. Without me even saying that, he's like, "Oh, that's his son." Yes. And so for like low key, like for a few weeks, people thought I was an eighteen year old with a five year old in college. So I, I had in my wallet for the longest time, Nico, Nico, and Victoria, the two of the youngest DLGs. Yeah. They're my siblings, but there's a massive age gap between us. Yeah. So I had photos of them, and they're super young. At the time, I think my sister is like four, and my little brother is is like two, one. And so like it's like a baby and this little girl. And anytime a girl would go through my stuff, they'd be like, she'd be like, who, who, who are these? And I thought it was the greatest thing my to kids. tell her those are my kids. <laughs> and like, I'm super white, and they're Hispanic looking, so. There's all kinds of conversation from that point forward. Like, I don't understand what, what's going on here. And all it says on the back is their names, which yeah. are De La Guardia, and it says their ages and, like, the date of the photo. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, this is, yeah. 
This is mine. Look. Yeah. Uh, because I was like, it's none of your business. Like, stay out of my stuff. Yeah. It's funnier that way. Right. That's good stuff. So we're up against the year, right? So I'll bring it back. Uh, right. Your number three card. So my number three was Scooby Doo, but not any of the Scooby Doo's unless they had guest stars. Oh yeah. Because I always thought it was so cool that they had a laugh track and guest stars because they would have like the Harlem Globetrotters yeah. or Batman and Robin uh-huh. would help them solve these mysteries. Right, yeah. Oh, I thought it was the coolest. I like the thing. Harlem one, the Harlem Globetrotters ones. Those yeah, man, those were so great. Good. And like it didn't, they were big back then. It didn't dawn on me until much later, like someone animated that. Like someone drew the Globetrotters yeah. into this cartoon. Like that must have been such. Like the Simpsons do it now, and it's an honor. Plus they have a laugh track, right? For a cartoon. For, yeah, I know, right? So great. It was so great. It was good stuff. When you're a kid, you don't get it. No, you don't. And then you get older, you're like, oh my goodness, that's so funny. That was awesome. But like they have the Harlem Globetrotters, and then Batman and Robin. Awesome. Like, it, it just puts everything on the same weird, yeah. like, level surface. Yeah, was, I got you. As a kid, it was interesting. That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah, All right, so cool. my Have number... You ever heard what? the one where, uh, jo- like, John Cena was in was some yeah. of the new ones? So, it's the Scooby-Doo has, like, a partnership with uh, the yeah. WWE. So they, they, make, do they make Scooby-Doo movies every movies year. Movies and stuff with, with wrestling and stuff. Yeah, yeah, Roman Reigns, The Undertaker. It's pretty good stuff. So, my number three. Are you about to play something? No, okay, I'm, cool. I'm looking at the, the Batman and Robin one. It's a pretty good one. So my number three, yeah, uh, is Rick and Morty. Okay. No, I'm just shout out to shout out to Nico. DLG. Yeah, yeah we were thinking about his number it. three will be that. His number three would be season one. His number two would be season two. His number, number three, would be yeah, season one, whatever. Yeah. Um. So, but no, no matter the number three is um. The Adam West one. Yeah, Adam West is good too. <laughs> this is too good. Is the Jetsons. Okay. I love me some Jetsons. Boop, 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 boop. And so one of my great opening lines when I meet new people like out in the field and and stuff or. Talking technology, I'm like, yeah. I mean, according to the Jetsons, we should be flying cars by now. Right. And like everyone gets the reference. Right. I, although I do hate the Jetsons. I hate. I have so many questions. Yeah. I hate that show. I love it. I just because okay, that was like the really only futuristic space type show, like cartoon show when we, when we were a kid. And there was some time travel stuff, but like think about it. When you think about those classic cartoons, Scooby Doo, the Jetsons, the Smurfs. No one's gonna say that stuff like that. Smurfs you know, seems X-Men. a little out of generational. They were, they were great. G.I. Joe, the Transformers. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking Cats. of, like, Johnny Quest and stuff, but, like, they would Still, go to space, but right. they weren't. Yeah, no, you're but, right. But, I mean, the Jetsons were, like, legit into space. In the future. And yeah. then they did, like, a legit crossover with the Flintstones. I hope no one picked that one. Right. Which was which was awesome. The Jetsons, the Jetsons and the Flintstones meeting. Uh, you know, yeah, I guess We've so. talked about the Jetsons a lot because you have this robot that does everything for you. Like, why do you have to go to work? I don't, that's what I don't understand. So why do you go to Space Lee Sprockets? But everything's I, automated. The robot has clear artificial intelligence. They're eating pills for mills. Like pills for mills. Like I don't understand That's any of it. That's my rat man. I don't understand any of it. it had, none of it makes sense. I had a legit crush on Judy. It's because in future they have a universal basic income and all their basic needs are taken care of, so they can actually do what they want to do. So, Mr. but what Jesse do they want to do? Because work. he goes to work and does. Whatever he is, and I haven't seen the show in forever. No so. one knows what he did. And that's the other part is if everything's and robots, space and mechanics, traffic jams. Yeah. So stupid. I just so, had a real crush on Judy. That's fair. Like if I could have married her, as she a was kid, a, she was a cutie Judy with the white hair. Yeah, cutie Judy with the white hair. Oh, uh, yeah, man, I I loved her. I just there were so many. I it, I think secretly, if they had cleared the small, you would have seen the Earth had been destroyed a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, for sure. And these are the rare survivors. Just kept having to go up. Yeah. I think this Spacely is sprockets. I think it's post-apocalyptic. I think Earth is dead. I think they're just struggling to survive. Meet George Jetson. And I think those pills were made out of people. Soylent Green. You ever, you, ever the fan, you ever hear the fan theory that says that His Jetson and Flintstones are in the same universe? And like they it's, it's they that thing. The like, same movie. 
Well, it's the same it's movie, true. but it's true. Like yeah, but... Earth is post-apocalyptic, and like it's been reset to like the Stone Age. Oh, like they're, oh, the same, they're there on the floor. Same, same timeline. Yeah, right? it's the same timeline. Same era. Yeah, the same era. One's on the bottom, one's on the top. Yep, <laughs> that's kind of funny. That's a good one. I like that one. I would watch that show. I would watch that show. And you just see one caveman starts climbing up. The haves and the have-nots. <laughs> just a, that's a dark. Remember when Rob Lowe was in the Flintstones movie? Remember John Goodman was Fred? Yeah, great stuff. Wilma! <laughs> who was Wilma? What? I want to say Roseanne, but it wasn't Roseanne. No. Oh, she was super hot. I know who you're talking about. I could see her in my head. Let's jump out to a break, though. When we come back, we'll get into more weekly top three. You're listening to Nerd Plug Radio. Ow, ow! Hey, Conroe, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, and I just want you to know that if there's been a car accident, there's friends at 2920 Collision Center who pay attention to detail and are more than happy to help people in need of service. 832-364-5177 for 24-hour roadside assistance. 832-364-5177 for roadside assistance. 2920 Collision Center, customer satisfaction is their top priority. I personally recommend them. Hi, I'm Tasmania. And I'm Big Ben. And we're with the Conroe Cutthroats, and you're listening to Nerd, Nerd Thug, Thug Radio. Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio, episode 93. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And I'm Cole Baldridge. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Safe. <laughs> Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Please check us out. Facebook. Getting down over here. Yeah. Getting down. Come find us, Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Give us a like. Check out the YouTube. You can see Corey dancing. Subscribe to both of those. You guys are enjoying this song way too much. We are right in the middle of the weekly top three. But before we continue with our twos and ones, Corey DLG, (laughs) tell us about our friends at Papa John's Pizza. So Papa John's Pizza is now hiring. They want to hire over 100 people for the Woodlands, Conroe, Huntsville, North Spring area. So they are literally going, just telling you to go to pjhouston.com, click on Papa John's, and apply. If you get a job there, what you can do is be a delivery driver where when you work, you leave with cash in hand every day. Cash in your pocket. Cash in your pocket. $15 an hour. So it's, you do average about $15 an hour between cash and wage. It's a, it's a really good job. They're flexible scheduling. Work, they can work as a second job, as a first job, as a third job, as an eighth job, whatever you got to do to make the ends meet. Papa John's Pizza. Then for being such a great fan, go to papajohns.com. Type in Nerd Thug Radio in the promo code, and you can have a buy one, get one free pizza delivered to your house today. 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 You're driving home. Guess today. what? It's pizza day. It's pizza Monday. We should make that a thing. Yeah. It's pizza Monday. What's Monday? Pizza day. Pizza day. Hey, right. what day is it? Pizza Monday. See? We're the camel. <laughs> we're the new camel. We're the new camel. So we're in the middle of our weekly top three, which we're doing our favorite non-superhero-themed cartoons. Colt's having a seizure back there right now. Um, wouldn't be the first one. <laughs> so right now, Colt, as you're seizing, give us your number two cartoon. <laughs> okay, so my number two is Bob's Burgers. Great choice. So though, there's the one yeah. I was talking about last segment where the family, like, we don't religiously sit down and watch it every Sunday or whenever it comes out, but... When we can't figure out what to watch, Bob's Burgers. We were great yeah. show, yeah. great no, show. It's really weird because it's it's technically an adult show, but it cuts clean from uh, the traditional stock of what you might think that those like the Fox uh, adult shows would be like, and it kind of just develops and has this organic style of humor, 
and that allows the characters to just grow and develop. And it's definitely like a weird adult family friendly show. Also, my mom is totally Linda. So is my stepmom, uh, to a T, is Linda and sounds like her when she says things. Yeah, that's true. Because she'll get excited and she'll be like, "All right," and we'll just be like, "Really?" Y'all should and all dress up as Bob's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> it's be just thirty-five-year-old Jean. Yeah. I think she will be 35 and still living with his parents. Yeah. That that will be a thing. So I watched a really good episode here lately, and it's the one where uh, they make a stop-motion video with the hamburger meat. Have you seen that one? <laughs> Have you seen it? No. It's so good. So, like, they take, like, uh, what's the oldest one? I always forget her name. The oldest daughter. Oh, Tina. Tina. Tina joins the debate team and, like, starts dating this debate guy. And so they go, like, on an overnight like debate because she's actually becomes really good at debate <laughs> and so the other kids and the parents they start making this video with this they take this take a hamburger patty and it meat and it dropped on the floor so like they have to throw it away and like no we'll take it and the kids do and they make man meat and <laughs> they, they start making this video so by the end of it it's going rancid and like it's great you gotta watch it it's pretty good uh, my favorite is when the guy from the boy band leaves the boy band. Yeah. But then he's coming to shake hands with someone. And so the girls purposely get themselves sick because they're going to puke on him. The yeah. fan club. And Tina saves them. Uh, that's, good stuff. that's a good one. What? They're all great. <laughs> what? It, it goes so crazy. I did a poor job explaining it. It's such a, it's such a no. crazy. No. So there's no. a intrigue abound. Oh, no, it does. I'm not really sure. Oh, no, I do know what it is about. I'm just having a hard time expressing it right now. I don't know. I think it is a combination of smart writing and talented voice acting and the, some edit, some really smart editing choices. Well, and just the characters themselves are just, yeah, they're, they're great. They're great. All right, so let me. Get, we're going to wind up spending like two hours talking about Bob's Burgers. What's your number two? My number two is it's a it's a cold it's it's all of these kind of that all fit this one thing. It's Frisky Dingo. It's Archer. Yeah, yeah. It's all in that same that's style. You. That's you, man. That's totally me, man. It's totally me. And um. I love those shows. Archer's hilarious to me. I I have a I have weird... to watch Frisky Dingo. Yeah, you really do. You there. really do. I have a very odd dynamic within my family with my mom. I think you would agree with that. Oh, obviously. And their <coughs> excuse me. Their dynamic is crazy as well between the mom and the, and Archer. Yep. And while ours is by no means similar, it's funny to watch theirs because I'm like, I get it, dude. I yeah. totally get it. I get I'm it. right there with you, man. I feel you, Archer. I'm with you, man. So, that's my number two. So that, also, it's a hilarious card. It's hilarious. Yeah, that... that. Um, and Frisky Dingo was one they made before that in that same style. Um, I feel stuff. like there's one other one that's either... That they either did or, or they're going to do that's similar, and then it just didn't make it. Maybe, but I don't know. I have to look back and look. So, my number two... I'm, I'm, re I'm reaching in the well for this one. Uh-oh. This is one of my favorite cartoons when I was like... Probably like fifth, sixth grade, maybe. Okay. And it uh, it was this cartoon entitled Life with Louie. Have you ever heard, seen that one? Yeah, Life with, with Louie. Louie Anderson. So Louie Anderson, for this weird moment, for those who don't remember, was oddly marketable. And there's right. nothing marketable about Louie Anderson. No. He's overweight, goofy-faced. His comedy is super depressing but funny. Yeah. Like, incredibly ironic funny. And the show was brutal. It was funny. But it was Brutal. The show yeah. was incredibly just. I just remember like watching. I want to watch that little fat kid like right. try to play football in the snow, and like everything <laughs> would go wrong for this kid. Yeah. Like it was the worst thing to but be Louis Anderson. Loved life with Louis. Louis. It was such a good show. Like it was 
hilarious. It was like a, it was like a, a sad Bobby's World. Yeah, that's the other one. So yeah, there's Bobby's World and there was this one. Oh, there was but so good. Louis Anderson. So in that cartoon, he had tons of famous, like just really great lines that uh, don't. I'll never forget him because Zach would always say him. Zach would watch the show religiously, yeah. and one of them was uh, Louis Anderson wouldn't. He wasn't allowed to have a cat, mm-hmm. and the reason given is his dad said that cats lick the butter. Cats lick the butter, and that's all they would. That's all he would yeah. ever say about it. So to this day, Zach will still yell that if you if you tell him that you want to get a cat. Cats lick the butter. They also right. lick earwax. That's another story for another day. That's disturbing. Um, that's disturbing. Colt, what's your number one? Yeah, how do you? What? Yeah, look at his what face. What do you guys do with cats? I don't. No. Do I said it was a different cats. story for a different day. Yeah, I don't. What's your number one? Okay, my number one is <clears throat> my number one is one of the Netflix exclusives, uh, BoJack Horseman. Okay, I think that it's it's a really unique show that takes a. Um, it takes that adult comedy approach, but it does what I like to call, uh, it focuses on the higher concept. Uh, you'll see a lot of the shows, especially other, ne- other Netflix adult shows that have the, their, their raunchy comedies or they, they try to do something, but Bojack is the only one that is about something. Not only about something, it's about multiple things. So let me, let me, uh, hijack you. I hate mm-hmm. Bojack Horseman because it stole an idea that a buddy and I came up with. Literally yeah. a car drive back from, we went to Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. two cars, uh, a road with a buddy of mine. Two girls, one girl. He brought his girlfriend with him to Mardi Gras. This was a brand new relationship. Mistake. A huge mistake. So on the way there, it's me, him, her, and my other buddy, Henry. Um, and we're all having a conversation. Essentially, I was like, so, and I was curious. I was like, what's, what's going to be the rules here? What's going to happen when we get to Mardi Gras on Bourbon Street? And they both had completely different ideas. And that was when I realized this is going to be a terrible, terrible trip for them. It's going to be great for me. And it's exactly how it played out, by the way. Fantastic. So the drive back, they're sharing a back seat. And they hate each other at this point. Hate each other with a fiery passion of a thousand suns. Neither one of them can stand each other. But my buddy is not a quiet person. He can't not talk. So he doesn't know what to do. So all of a sudden, he just kind of just starts talking randomly about nothing, and we stumble onto. Do you remember the cartoon Denver the Last Dinosaur? And we then build out of it the myth of this show, where we do like a "Where are they now?" and we track down Denver and we talk about his life and how terrible it is. Bojack Horseman. Right. Right. Kind of, but Netflix stole it. They did. You're missing out on some quality television. No, no, I know. I, I mean, just, it's not I, just about. It's not really I can't just give like Will Arnett my money that I came up with. Like right. I can't not, do it. Not no. really. It's not really just like where I am. And he now, owes me a check. It, it, it turns into this character sketch of someone who is um, dealing with depression or kind of dealing with a this nihilistic approach in life. We'll see. Our dinosaur I mean, was going to be a recovering alcoholic. Nailed dealing it. with the fact that he's completely alone as the only dinosaur on the planet. He'll and when I was 11 years old, I came up with love. Star Wars Episode 7, 8, and 9, I and I'm not it. seeing my Lucasfilm I, checks either. Well, wait a minute. How does, that how does 9 end? I don't even remember. I, See, I, that's I a lie, then. What's your number one? So my number one is, because of what it spawned, C-Lab 2021. C-Lab 2021. So there was a cartoon called C-Lab 2020 with Hanna-Barbera. Mm-hmm. Uh, it lasted like a year, went away. Adult Swim took the old show, cut it up, redid it as an adult show using the old cells and settings and Mm -hmm. character drawings, and it was the funniest thing. It was essentially just animated improv. Right. But it opened up this whole door for Adult Swim of, you can do whatever you want now. And they they 
they took it in, into the, just this great era of comedy that's Rick and Morty and, and Bob's Burgers that and kind Archer. Of them, and that kind of put them in that. Kind of opened up this whole door for animation, but it starts for with... For adult animation, right? Really. And it starts with C-Lab 2021. So my number one is King of the Hill. Yeah. Hands down. Probably my probably my favorite cartoon of all time. They they have some of the weirdest cameos yeah, of do. all animation. And but it's great. Ray like, Lamont Train? Yeah. And Brittany Murphy was in there for a while. Forever. Yeah. It's it's great stuff. I mean Bobby. Dang you, it, Bobby. You are Eminem and Bobby Hill together. I, if I you, also if you merge them together. I love the the Hank Hill, Bobby Hill, uh Peggy Hill dynamic. Oh yeah, it's so great. Where I, when Hank is mad at Bobby, he yells at Peggy, who then yells at Bobby. Peggy, Bobby, like it's yeah. just this great. Like I love it because it's so Texas. Yeah, it really is. It's just it's so simple, like just the the animation style of it, and they come up with some great when when great he, stuff. When Bobby takes the self defense course, yeah. that's not my purse. I don't know you. And then his mom fights him. Right, she's like, she oh, doesn't. You can't. Doesn't work when you kick me in there, does it, Bobby? Right. Does so it, then Bobby Hank has to threaten Bobby with Peggy. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> Such a crazy dynamic. Just remember, your mother's just inside. <laughs> I saw one of the days before we get out of here where Bill, they said he had diabetes and he was losing his legs. So then he joined this wheelchair league. And then in the middle of it, he just gets up and walks out of a bar. <laughs> and the guy's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to wrap this thing up and let Colt have his day in the sun. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Ow! All right, guys, we've come to the point in the show where we need to tell you about our friends, Space Cadets. These guys host all of our favorite nerd events on a regular basis, from Hero Clicks to Dungeons and Dragons, from Pokemon to Star Wars Destiny. They've got it all. With one of the largest nerd inventories I've ever seen, there's practically nothing you can't find at Space Cadets. Brian has long been a friend of the show, and the most important thing to stress to you guys today is how family friendly and great to go to Space Cadets really is. The Savage family regularly makes the trip there, and Joey, Nico, and myself regularly play different events there. Check the Facebook page for times and games scheduled this week. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming Collection Collection on Robinson Road in the Woodlands. When you go, let them know that Nerd Thug Radio sent you, and you get 10% off your highest ticket item. That's right. Save 10% off your highest ticket item if you say Nerd Thug Radio. This is Chuck Hubert, the voice of Android 17 and Dr. Stein. Nerd Thug Radio is awesome. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. You're listening to the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. The guy who's enjoying you guys enjoy the song too much. Hey, Corey, why don't you tell us about 2920 Collision? <laughs> Car crash. Corey's dancing in the streets. I feels it. I feels it. You should visit our friends at 2920 Collision in spring. Off, uh, what is it off? 2920 is where That's it is. That's right. They put Corey's car back together. Uh, the Avenger was disassembled, and um, he, uh, he they fixed it for him. That's right. They got a 24-hour helpline on their website, 2920Collision. Just Google them. Their very first website that comes up. Uh, they do quality work. They work with all the insurance companies. If you listen to our show Friday, we gave you that phone number, so go back and check that podcast out. With that being said, we're letting Colt have his day in the sun as Corey dances um, off into the sunset. Um, something that he's been wanting to talk about all night besides politics. <laughs> Take it away. What is it? So... <clears throat> All right, so recently, um, I got a hankering to go back in and play this old Xbox game called Metal Arms Glitch in the System. Never heard of it. Yeah, yeah, no, not very many people did, which is why it didn't do very well. But so it's it's a third person shooter that came out in two thousand three. Um, okay, all yeah, right. pretty good. So I remember playing it when I was a kid, and for the longest time, it's been in my top five. 
And so I, I went out and go went to play it. And then I go realize, like, this game is really not as good as I remember it to be. <laughs> like, when you, when, you th- when you hear that a game is 40 levels long, what comes to your head? Too much time for me. I mean, if I like the game, that's fantastic. I know. I thought so, too. And, I, right. like, you know, when I was 15, and mind you, this came out in 2003, so... You know what the game you got was the game you got. There's no right. DLC. There's no updates. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I could see it being, I could see it being really good and having 40 levels. But I'm going back and replaying them, and it's there's a lot of filler in them. <laughs> so DLG. With that being said, what's uh what's something that you remember you really enjoyed as a kid, and as an adult you tried to go back to, and you were just like, eh, can't do it. For me, the biggest thing is movies. Yeah. There's a ton of movies that as a kid I would just remember like being in awe of and, and really enjoying. I still enjoy them. And when I go back to watch them now, like, so one of them, Masters of the Universe, He-Man. It's a good one, though. Dolph Lundgren, I right? I still watch that one. Courtney Cox. Good stuff. So. That movie is not good. It's not good. It's terrible. No. Neither one of you are good. It, it When you go back and watch it now, it's real bad. It's real bad. It's real bad. But I really like to watch it. But, it, like, and it's like, okay, Cheesy, fine, yeah, okay, get down with your bad self. But it's 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 like rough, bad, like rough shot, bad, like so bad that when someone walks into a room and says, "Let's make another He-Man," someone should immediately have to watch that movie, and then they'd be like, "That's what you want to do? Do you see that? Like, we'll make it. We'll make it better. There's only one way. It has to be it better. It has to be better. It can't be much worse. Because anything worse than that is colossally worse. Right. That's a. Have you noticed in the award shows season now that James Franco's dragging like Tommy Wiseau yeah. showing up everywhere? He brings him on stage, won't let him talk. He he, uh, he answered by, backstage a question was asked to him by the press. Uh, did did you did you actually intend to have Tommy come up on stage? And he says no, no, I did not. <laughs> I love James Franco. Uh, but he wasn't gonna like kick him off, and they have the kind of this weird. So I think James Franco is kind of he knows he's stuck with him for now. He's like, one of the greatest things about the original Spider-Man trilogy. He's the only <laughs> redeeming thing about it. Whoa, the first, those first Spider-Man one and two are undeniable classics. So over, no, what's deniable is that they should have been made. So over, someone should have denied the creation of those two. So for the Christmas, Sam ones? yeah, they're, they're insane. Joey, do you insane. like the Spider-Man? I do. Really? I don't like the third one. The third one, the third one's awful. I like the first two. The second one is okay. Willem Dafoe is brutally bad in the first one. Yeah. Uh, and Tobey Maguire is a terrible Spider-Man. Okay, no. I don't know. Terrible he's a, Spider-Man. He's a really good Peter Parker though. Uh, is he? Yes. I, I think Andrew Garfield was a better Peter the Parker. The dude's dorky as all get out. That's what he's but supposed he's not, to be. The new guy is perfect. The new guy is perfect. perfect. I still haven't seen it. You're an you, you do got to watch that. You do got to watch that one. So, you can't deny though. Real quick, that train, the sub, the train scene from Spider Man Two. No, nothing. You can't take that away. You have to say that is good. But where the people carry him and all that? No. Okay, not where the people carry him. The part where like he's. He almost gets killed, like stopping the train, and then they carry him. They got well, the mask. New, okay, New York and Spider Man have a history together where there have been moments like that in the comic book where, where the heroes save Spider Man because Spider Man is New York. So I, I, that in and of itself isn't terrible. I get what he was doing. Sam Raimi's Sam Raimi's just not good. He's he's out there a little bit. He likes to use imagery to kind of convey things, and so like that train scene is supposed to represent the relationship between Spider Man and New York, and I get it, but at the same time. There's a lot about those movies that aren't that doesn't make sense. Plus, I just can't stand Tobey Maguire. But they have James Franco in them, so they're great. James. So over Christmas, I purchased uh, on my New Year's Day Dillard's experience. <laughs> I purchased a Sega Genesis, the the thing. Right. So for our Nerd Thug roleplay, it's going to be on Kingdom of Geekdom. 
Uh, you can find find on your local uh, TV station. We have digital. We TV. went through and we played some games. So we we went through and we played some Sega games. Yes, yes, we did, and we had some fun doing it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one game that we played, we played all three versions of it, and now that I've played it now, can't stand it. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, the Play first it, one, the first, second, or third one, all three. What about, all, what, I, I've never played Mortal Kombat. The graphics, I mean, besides it just being old, the graphics are bad. But the graphics are like the graphics I, don't hold up. I all. just remember being a kid. And it, there was the whole finish him thing, and it was cool. And I just remember, like, man, this fighting game is awesome. And then now that I play it, I'm like, why did I think this was so great? I can only select, like, five characters. Right. The first one only had, like, seven choosable characters. Like, the 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 moves. Like, I can't even figure out any moves. Like, the you know, the normal down right, down left, or the back controllers, back. The controllers were wonky. I was like, what is going on here? Like, I, I did not have a great time. It wasn't... It wasn't it wasn't what you remember for sure. No, for sure not. it's not. Um, you know, uh, Celebration Station. I love that place. It was such, so cool. But when I went back, now that it's Zumba. It's nothing now. Now it's nothing. But for a minute, it was Zumba. Wasn't there? Oh, my God. Yeah. What? No, wasn't there, like, back in the 90s, wasn't there an arcade in the mall? Yes, there was. Yes, it's there was. Tilt. Mm-hmm. And then it was gone. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it was right I'm in the middle tripping, of the mall. I'm tripping for a second now. That's, that's I think it was right by the Abercrombie. I think it is Abercrombie and Fitch. Uh, no, 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 it, it, it was, was it's down the, there now. It was on the no, what even that? It was on the bottom floor. Yeah, it was kind of. If you go down the escalator, you go left. Yeah, that's it, right. It's, it's, it's either like, right uh, by that Abercrombie and Fitch. Abercrombie or and Fitch was. is like, uh, it's just right there. Like it's kind of down left towards Dillard's. Like it was uh, kind of where that Brookstone is. And yeah, like Aldo, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So any, anything else you, that comes to your mind, things that you enjoyed as a kid, you've tried as an adult. The middle Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. Those but don't hold prequels? up. I love no, those. no, the, the original, original three. Oh, man, I love those. They three. don't hold up cinematically. Like, there if is. you watch them now, I love them. Uh, they don't hold up I at all. I love them I don't know. Death. I remember, I remember <clears throat> like, we used to go on, on trips, and we'd binge watch a series, and so it would be like Lord of the Rings or Star Wars. So we did Star Wars, and we watch them uh, chronologically. So... Mind you, this is like 2005 or 2006, so they're still like the prequels still kind of held up graphically. So you go from like cutting edge Technology, CGI stuff, yeah. and then dark age 70s. Right. Like I, I love the original trilogy. I love like, everything Star Wars. I'm wearing Star Wars shoes right now. You are. You are. And 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 I. You know I love the universe, and I'm not as big a fan of the movies. Sympathizer. It's you are an imperial sympathizer, but they just bones have feelings too. Cinemat cinematic. It, it just doesn't hold up on screen. You know what? I, I go back and I watch. I try to watch now that I really enjoyed as a kid. That uh, TV show, Dinosaurs. Oh yeah, you remember that one? Not good. As a kid, like this is great stuff because it's like that uh, animatronic. Right. You call it? And I was like, man, this is really cool. You know, those stuff. are people in those suits. Yeah, I know, but it looked like animatronics. Right. And now I go back and watch. I was like, this is terrible. Also, man. you gotta wonder who approved that. Yeah, this is garbage. Expensive. Like it's gotta be incredibly expensive to make that show. Also, the last episode, when they were canceled, they, they knew they were never coming back. Yeah. It's the extinction event of dinosaurs. So oh. the, it's the end of the world. Right. So it's a sitcom, and the final episode, the they, know the, they know the apocalypse is coming. Literally, is the, it ends with crazy. them huddled together as a family at the dinner table. Also, the game of chess. Yeah. As a kid, I was fascinated by chess. Now? Now? Yeah. Hero clicks? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Chess Chess is one of those things where it, it's like super, super technical. You would. In which, yeah. People are still playing it for centuries. That's I true. saw a really cool thing about how this he's a grand chess yeah. super lord, whatever they call it. Yeah. And grand he master? actually, I don't know, 
I don't want to get it wrong and call him a wizard and the KKK call. I don't know. <laughs> like, so anyway, he's a chess guru and he brought chess to the deep south. It's like Arkansas or Alabama. The, it was muted, but I was watching. They were running the captions on it. Essentially, he goes to one of the poorest schools in that area. And he's like, I'm going to have an afternoon club about chess. And all the parents were like, someone's going to watch my kids in the afternoon? Great. But then all of a sudden, they're like competing like at state and national championships. That'd be one of those good like movies. Yeah, totally. Totally. Also, with Keanu Reeves. Can you imagine? Of course. Gotta have Keanu Reeves. The super low barrier to entry that it gets in chess. Like, okay, so you think about Heroclix, Magic the Gathering, like, oh, no, because all you need to play chess is the board. Right. It's the same piece of this guy. So this guy rounded up enough people who got excited and he opened up like a, like a, like a, Community center, chess club. With, yeah, with chess tables on it, and literally, it's got like the board in the in the table. What's cool when you see places like in New York and stuff in the parks, they have those tables with the chess boards just like sitting there. there, and the yeah. people play. It's weird to think those people play for a living. Maggie I want to like pointing at the the little. The I want to go and play just one time against yeah. those guys. I've I've been I've been to Central Park and I've watched them play, and it's intense. And people call next. It's like playing basketball. I want to go just one time. Next, and, and, right? I got next, guys. I, I got, got next. next. Here's my five dollars. Right. Next. You, you lose in five moves. I, so I went to a Renaissance Festival many years ago, and there was a guy selling things, and the deal was you could negotiate a crazy good price, but you had to beat him in chess to get the price. So it's like get, so like I negotiated for something, and, and Mom's like, I've never even seen you play chess. And I was like, it's like I've played once or twice. And she was like, okay. all right, let's see what happens. Okay, Corey. So you bet the guy 10 bucks. So he either makes 10 bucks off of you or the thing. And she was like, all right, let's see what happens here. So I, I use the Blitzkrieg method. I, I, I play hyper aggressive in everything before I do. Mid, you know this about me. Checkmate. I yes. actually had him in. I actually had him in check on move three. Uh, I had a. I pulled a bishop up right away, and he moved that front piece, and then I moved yeah. the bishop and got him in check right away. And so mom, so he, it's like move three, and I'm like check, and he's all of a sudden, he's looking what? at the guy at the counter like this isn't supposed to happen, right? And then mom, then mom's like, oh, and then nine moves later he beat me. <laughs> but like. <laughs> For a moment there, you had him on for, the ropes. For, for a second, I got his attention. I want to tell you guys, thank you for hanging out with us this Monday on Nerd Thug Radio and Lone Star Community Radio. Uh, podcast going to drop uh, today or tomorrow. Be on the lookout. Yeah. Till then, we'll see you on Friday. And Corey DLG. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Thanks for checking out this production on Old Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production, produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Uh, Contact Dick Schistler at Dick at IRLoneStar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.